Hi, good morning and welcome to the ZP Vlogging Podcast. We do this every Sunday at 8am London time and it's really just a wrap up um, on the news that we've put out from ZP this week. So one of the things that we've um, discussed this week is uh, we do test a lot of chilli products and we make a uh, technology called FoodSense. And one of the sort of interesting challenges with a technology like FoodSense is really what we could kind of call the matrix or sample effect, that there's so many ways of, um, or so many sample types. You can have powders, you can have pastes, you can have sauces, you can have um, the chili berry or the chili fruit itself. Um, so there's so many, let's say, examples or variation there that actually it's the sample um, preparation, the sample extraction that's the real challenge. And so this week, You'll see that we've um, put a video out um, with one of our guys in it called Sol Run, um, and there she's running through the idea of how we're doing um, the extraction of chili powder, for example, um, there. And you know, we talk about the kind of dilution, etc. So we put a video out this week about um, our food sense um, technology and how we're um, how we're then using it to extract things like um, chili powder. Something else that we put out there this week, um, it's been a sort of very, I want to say an eclectic week, um, but something else that we've put out there is also about impedance spectroscopy. Um, I think impedance spectroscopy is something that people tend to do sort of one, two, three, four experiments. Um, we were doing an impedance um, experiment this week and we did essentially 270 experiments um, in that. And the reason I sort of mention it um, is because it's an awful lot of experiments in order to kind of understand the system properly. You know, as I say, we did 270 experiments and this kind of working at scale um, when it comes to gathering electrochemical data, especially in the biosensor space, is not um, super commonly done. Um, and so we, but at ZP, we do it and we do it for our clients. So we just put some, you know, a little image out and a little note um, about that as well. Of course, every Thursday at 8am London time, we do do our webinar specifically for um, the members of our um, ZP Developer Zone. And this week we talked about pH monitoring in bandages. We talked about um, calcium and NO and hydroperoxide monitoring. We talked about detecting the survivability of cells. We talked about entrepreneurialism. We talked about... Um, um, sensor starter kit, we talked about measuring pH and flow, we talked about precision accuracy and error in capsaicin measurements, we also talked about problems with glucose measurements in um, SMBGs, self-monitoring blood glucose. Um, so we did cover um, a lot of, you know, again, topics um, this week, and, you know, if you have any technical questions with Zimmer and Peacock, then I would say don't hesitate to reach out to us. We do try to Make, keep a list going of the questions that come in and we generally are able to sort of um, respond to these questions in well basically within the week so we got you know quite a fast turnaround on answering questions in our ZP developer zone um, we also touched upon then um, we sort of also specifically as I say delved in on the idea of accuracy and precision um, in measuring um, capsaicin there's, um, if you're talking about measuring things like chili products, there are kind of three ways of that generally happen, which is um, people use HPLC systems, um, 
people use um, taste testing or tasting I should say and people use the food sense um, now when they get these HPLC measurements they're not always doing the HPLC measurement themselves they're actually um, sending it out to third parties um, and they get a certificate of analysis back and you know that's you know said okay well that you know that that must be correct well actually when you dig into the HPLC analysis of things like um, chilies you will actually find that different labs may end up giving you different results so if you send the same um, let's say you know same chili or set all cut up chili to or blended chili to several labs you actually come back with different results and if you send the same products to the same lab over time you'll also find that they come back with different results now I say in the video all the reasons why it's not it's no one's fault but that's the but that is the case and so when people sort of say well I've got this certificate of analysis and you have this different results um, sometimes you find the difference in the results is like something like 13%, which I you know talk about in the video, which, you know, two different methods, two different times on probably two different samples and you get a different of, difference of 13%. It's probably acceptable. Other times um, you may have um, 35% and there we talk about how to deal with that kind of um, offset um, because in the end it comes down to the fact that it doesn't mean that the certificate of analysis and the HPLC sample is absolutely um, the correct. Um, you know, for, for the reasons I've listed below, that different labs um, and even the same lab on different days will give you different results. So I do cover that in quite some depth and talk about accuracy and precision um, on the channel this week. Something else that was just a little bit of a fun short that we put out there was also detecting um, iron um, in liquid samples. Um, you know, so you can have an industrial process, you may have a, a human health application, um, but iron appears in lots of solutions and um, ZP has a very neat way of um, low power, low cost way of putting a sample onto a sensor and essentially um, detecting that um, iron is there. So we show a little um, application um, to do that. Um, so that's something that can be seen on the um, blog this week. Um, something else that we um, talked about this week is we do have quite a nice um, range of sputtered or vapor deposited um, gold electrodes. Um, we needed to put a data sheet out there. Um, so this week we put together the data sheet um, and you know essentially made it available to people. So if you've got um, dimensional questions regarding our um, sputtered gold electrodes, then there's definitely now a data sheet out there and people can kind of essentially engage in that and have their questions answered regarding our spotted gold electrode. And then something else that we put out there just yesterday, um, it's quite a long video, you know, sort of 20 minutes, um, but we talk about um, quality control in biosensor development and biosensor manufacturing. But I think really we're focused on, in that video, on biosensor manufacturing. We, we do talk generically about um, IQC, OQC, um, sorry, IQC, QC and OQC, um, incoming quality control, quality control and outgoing quality control. Um, we talk generically about this, but I think the example that's best given is um, the glucose strip. I mean, the glucose strip because it's the kind of archetypal um, glucose or biosensor, I should say. Um, it's probably because it's the most manufactured electrochemical biosensor um, in the world. Um, and the ideas of where you would do quality control, you know, they sort of come in, you know, in, in part from 
making glucotrypsin, but they can then be applied to um, other um, sensors as well. So we do talk about, you know, that there's electrical testing that can be done during manufacturing. There's profilimetry that can be done during manufacturing. There's visual inspection that can be done during manufacturing. And there's electrochemical functional testing that can happen um, during manufacturing. So we have all these um, ways of characterizing electrodes during manufacturing. Um, we do say that really at ZP, what we do that's, you know, we can do electrical testing, we can do profilimetry, we do visual inspection, we do um, electrochemical functional testing. But it really comes down to the electrochemical functional testing. Everything else is a surrogate for actually doing electrochemical functional testing. If you really want to know how well your electrochemical biosensor is going to work in that particular application, um, unfortunately, you have to electrochemically functionally test it. It will tell you the same. It'll give you the information that electrical um, connection testing will do. It'll tell you a lot about the visual inspection. Um, it'll tell you a lot from profilimetry. So it sort of contains um, information that the other three methods that I've listed would also have told you. But it also brings it the most an extra um, property, which is it tells you about the electrical resistance between the electrode and the solution under test. And that's just something that the other methods um, really are not able to um, do. So it was a 20 minute video. I mean, it's a, you know, a little long, but I hope people are able to go through it. So if I was to summarize up um, this week, I, I used the word eclectic at the beginning, but we have talked about measuring the hotness of um, chili powders and how we have to deal with these different kinds of matrices and I hope these are interesting to people because you can see the challenges of doing real-world samples. We talked about electrochemical impedance spectroscopy and how you know when we're doing those kind of methods we're really doing it at, at large scale 270 experiments for example. Um, we did talk about our webinar and how we cover all these kind of questions so if you have a question on ZP I think most people get their questions answered within one week because um, we bring them into the um, into the webinar that we do every Thursday at 8am London time. We did talk about precision um, and accuracy when measuring Scoville heat units. Um, we did talk about detecting um, dissolved iron. Um, so in that case, you know, we were talking about um, low-cost sensors, low-power sensors for detecting iron in solution. We put out a new data sheet regarding gold-sputtered electrodes. So I know we have a strong reputation for high quality um, screen printed electrodes uh, but we also have sputtered electrodes as well um, and I suppose that word quality is nicely tied because actually we then put out a video about um, contract quality services for biosensor manufacturing and how you know ZP can be a consultant or a um, contractor when determining about um, IQC, QC and OQC um, in the production of biosensors um, and including glucose strips. So I'll end it with that. But if you have any questions of ZP, especially technical ones, send them in. They will get um, responded to in our weekly webinar uh, for biosensor developers. That happens on 8 a.m. Um, London time every Thursday. Okay, so I wish everyone a good week um, and we will um, be doing our webinar on Thursday. Okay, take care. Have a good week. Bye-bye.